song. Or whatever it is. I just want to learn magic because I think that would be awesome Tai Chi to do with Flair. Right? Yeah. Okay. That made a little swing ring and stuff. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Granny's PhD. We are at episode 65. 65. Oh, my Lord. Inching closer to 70. We've, it makes me think that we've been on the air for quite some time. All kidding aside. Yeah. This is quite we've a been thing. at it. We really have. Like, I was thinking, like, are we into multiple years at this point? Yeah, we are. We're over a year into it now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I keep going doing things like, well, I remember when the CW had lots of shows to cover. <laughs> we'll be saying that in a little while, but who knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us on a Sunday evening. Uh, happy Mother's Day, if you're listening today on the live show. Uh, really appreciate you checking us out. But yeah, thanks for joining us, whether if it's on your Facebook live stream, if you're joining us on YouTube, catching us on Twitter or Instagram or wherever you found your podcast. You know, the audio-only version, that works too. So uh, thanks. We, we always appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, we got a pretty exciting show today, and we got a quick turnaround because we are, I can't not say it, we are scrapping at the door Yes. <laughs> About Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it, you can go ahead and check us out when you have. But we can't wait. We had to get this show in quickly. Um, we're also going to talk about the latest episode of The Flash. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to on things. Um, but uh, with me as always is Jason. Jason, what's up, man? Yeah, no, you know, Ed, good to be here. Very happy to be here. I'm scraping at the door as well. Uh, talk about Multiverse of Madness. Talk about you know a very solid episode of the Flash we got coming up, uh, and, and you know I I I, I slept uh, on uh, on Baywatch this week, but I'm going to talk a little bit about something I've been watching. I've been watching Night Court, guys. You guys remember Night Court with Dan Fielding, John Larroquette? Mm -hmm. I found it. It's on with commercials. It's on Amazon Prime, and I'm like in the fourth season when it's really getting crazy, uh, and it's it's a hysterical show. It's a lot of fun. I've been like taking pictures of all weird guest stars on before they were famous. And it made me realize that this whole bit I've been doing with Baywatch Nights has just been a backdoor pilot to sell for another show I don't have time to do, uh, where I just literally show up once a month, um, possibly even at <coughs> two in the morning, just by myself and talk for a half an hour about stuff I watch that no one in my life cares about. I mean, because that's really what this bit has been for me. <laughs> Oh man, now that is truly coming clean about it. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh man, like, that's great. I'm nothing if I'm not self-aware and honest. <laughs> I love it. And that, and Jason, and that, that's why I love you, man. We we we're definitely totally honest. And some people like it, some people don't. What are you gonna that's do? It. I mean, it is what it is, but uh, but hey, you know, look, if anyone would actually follow uh, that show and watch me talk about Night Court, please, uh, you know, contact Steve Ferracci. Demand hashtag we want we want Fischetic. We want Fischetic talking about Night Court. That's, That's right. <laughs> at night, Night Court at night. That's what it would be called. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, we got Rick dropping in a quick comment. Who better be joining us shortly? Better um, be. Wax off. So he's not really a fan of the wax on. He's more about the wax off. Well, most <laughs> guys appreciate the wax off more than the on. Uh. Fair enough. 
Um, but all right, let's jump into it because we're uh, as we're scraping at the door to talk about Doctor Strange, we got to do what we always do, and we got to open up with a comment. We got to talk about the latest in the CW verse, and that is the Flash season eight, episode thirteen. Jason, uh, what do we got? Because I agree, it's a solid episode this week. Yeah, this is a solid episode. So you know, it starts off where the other ended, where we get um. The I forget the guy's first name, but it's uh, Iris's fiance, Thon's uh, descendant. Oh, Eddie Thon. Eddie Thon. Thank you. I forgot his first name, and I just kept writing Thon as if that would make me somehow remember his first name. <laughs> just like, you know, it's stupid of me. But um, but he's actually you know that actor is really menacing in this scene, and he shows up, and obviously you called it Ed. Like him, he he's one of those like uh, uh, black fire ghosts. Uh, and everyone in Team Flash gets a Blackfire ghost, right? She gets Eddie Thawne, uh, who's doing weird shit like heating up uh, a kettle with his hand, which was kind of scary, actually. When he just oh uh, yeah, out and he's smiling and he's like, "Can I help you, dear?" Uh huh. <laughs> um, Barry gets his mom, who's like, "That's savage." Like, yeah. good good on Barry for keeping it together and going, "You're not my mom. You're not my mom." Because the shit she was saying. That was savage, man. That was a lesser man would have been torn down by that. Oh, and you got to figure Barry's been through this shit. He's seen his mom in a thousand different forms forms at this point. So he's like, yeah, that's it. Get lost. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's like, (laughs) you know, the way I remember my mom is she had two earrings in one ear, one ear in the other. You have three in one, one in the other. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I was thinking, too? I'm like, imagine season one, right? And they're like, hey, listen, they go to this actress and they're like, Listen, you're going to be cast as Barry Allen's mom. And she does her research and she's like, well, all right, I'm out of a job after like two scenes, maybe. Um, and now she's uh, uh, in everything. She was in um, when they did Flashpoint. Yep. She's there when any kind of visions, she's got this. Yep. She's got like uh, yep. one of the and forces. She's, she's of one of the forces. Yep. Yeah, she's all over the place. So not a bad gig for someone think, who's being cast as Barry Allen's mom. I think actually she's literally the speed force, right? Yes, yes, she is. She's actually is the speed force. The most important force in the Flash universe. So she ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Uh not unless the Flash does. So um but yep. yeah, no, that was that's but I, I bet that the guy who played his dad had the same thing until they were just like, Hey Jay Garrick, you wanna come back and um I don't know, alternate timeline Flash? Uh, I don't know, Flash's alternate timeline Shoeshine Boy? We just, we really like you, guy. You would just stick around. Oh, yeah, he's probably loving it, too. Like, wait a second, I get to be Jay Garrick and his dad? And I get to show up at Stargirl also? Right. This is great. Because, you know, they cast you, right? And they're like, hey, you're going to be Thomas or Martha Wayne or, like, or Uncle Ben. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, um, do I get a flashback in the sequel at least? <laughs> yeah, or you're like, but then you hear what they're doing Flashpoint, you're like, oh shit, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe juicy part now. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so then uh, Chester and Allegra also have um, these black black heart ghosts. Um, Allegra, Allegra again, who uh, you know, her and Chester get stuck in a room together, and I see. Chester, like, literally shirtless, <laughs> like, or with a wife beater, like, digging out or whatever the hell he's doing at the door. And she's not using her powers is what she's doing. 
Wait, is he? What was he doing at the at the door? I, oh, I think he was scraping at the door. <laughs> oh man, we gotta. We really need to stop with this. No, I think. Nick no, Cage actually, is, I don't think we do. We're no, not gonna stop with this. Nick Cage has infested our show now. It's the new Martha. Remember, a long time for a long time we couldn't stop with the Martha it's, shit. And now true. we got this. Hey, we'll give the Martha stuff a break. There you go. Better for our um, listeners. <laughs> but, but yeah, so so everyone is like haunted by their own spirit ghosts, except for ghost grief ghosts rather, except for Killer Frost. Who uh, this was a weird. Uh, this was a WTF moment, and maybe I just read too much into it. But she calls like the bartender guy who was her boy, was for Frost's girlfriend, and like for a while was kind of dressing like Craven the Hunter, unless I'm misremembering that. No, no, no. He definitely did, and then this doesn't. I don't right, know what okay. that was about. Yeah. Um, but he shows up like with that cryo chip and he makes a joke like, yeah, you know, you're lucky that I'm a, you know, cryo free specialist. And I'm thinking, is he being serious or not? Cause I don't <laughs> actually know anything about this guy and just his very presence doesn't make sense to me here. I feel like they were peddling him as being really smart briefly, but like not enough to care about it. Okay. So they, they don't know what they're doing. No, not really. And then it was also one thing I wanted to ask you about. <clears throat> didn't they get rid of him, or am I misremembering this, earlier in the season, or late last season, didn't they destroy the Gideon in Star Labs? Remember when those people oh, came yeah. in, the cops? It's back. You're right. It's back. You're right. With no explanation. I, I didn't even catch that. You're right. I stopped it, and I'm, I keep asking Angie. I'm like, didn't they destroy Gideon? She's still like, I'm trying to figure out why Gideon is this the same Gideon as Legends? Is it not? Why is it not? Does everyone have a Gideon? What the hell's yeah, going on? Why is it named Gideon? Yeah, like if know. it's not the same, like yeah, it's that I never understood that. That's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, uh, so then all all of that is pretty much for Frost to become the anti. Well, she has two names. First, they're calling her the anti um, black Blackfire. And then when she and when they she tries to go through it and Blackfire gets in her head and is like, you know why no one has a, a force ghost fucking with them? Cause you're not real. And that was a dig. That was a dig, and that was kind of interesting because I thought for a bit I was like, wait a minute, that kind of does make sense. But then the whole thing was just like, no, she just keeps her emotions so much in check, and she needed to grieve, and she did that, and. Uh, that's fine. Hand wave, hand wave. That's fine. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was more interesting when she didn't have any emotions and that she was a copy of, of Kate I, until they I decided did. to go the other way with it. I did too. Yeah, I thought it would have been more interesting for them to deal with long term. Um, but it doesn't matter what they plan to do long term at this second in the episode no. because she becomes Hellfrost. Ooh, and she fights Ronnie and she kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, she grabs does. the thing off his chest. Like she then absorbs all of his energy, like to eradicate him from the world. Um and then it like kills her. And apparently she's really dead. I mean she we'll could see. be dead dead. I mean yeah, it's it's possible. Um, it's the way they've set it up, right? Because you get Kate crying, you get the the flatlining. They come out, and even someone makes the the comment like, so "Of course she'll be fine." And then yeah. they come out. So you know they're playing it up as she's dead. It's one of those things that either she's dead, or they're gonna retract it last minute. It's I'm gonna feel cheated, which either could be true because they've done that to me in this show. So yeah, I'm on I'm on the team of hoping. <laughs> See, that was going to sound bad. I'm on the team of hoping that she's dead. Um, 
<laughs> I, I hope that they do that she does remain dead because it reinstates consequences right in the show. So right. yes, Agreed. you should. And plus, we were both getting annoyed with the uh, Katie and Frost different character thing and stuff. Like, I don't know. As much as it gives uh, Danielle uh, Hannah Baker like something to do and play, it shows her range a little bit because there are different characters the way she plays them. I just I don't know. I I don't find Frost that like interesting. No, I actually the she most should be more, but not. Well, she's not really. I mean, this, and we've spoken about this. She's not really Killer Frost from the company. No, like, she's not. You know, and so I, I thought, I thought the Hell Frost stuff. I thought she looked really good. Um, yeah, we're cool. I, and though I wouldn't have, I'm with you. I I wouldn't have like opted for them to kill her in this episode. But as they did, I'd much rather her stay dead than it be a cheat. Yeah. That That's happens it. too often. So, yeah, so people like, have to die at times. Right. And, it's a, and if you don't want to kill her, you shouldn't have set it up like this for, for the, the cheap twist. You know what I mean? Because yep. because had she I expected her to survive. Had she gotten up last minute, I'd have been like, all right, well, that's a flash. Next next episode, it was all right, this was solid. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have been pissed, but like you killed her. Give us some consequences. Yeah, that's why. So hopefully, fingers crossed, they do keep it as consequences. Maybe it makes Katie more interesting moving forward. Hopefully. Uh, I like yeah, that we'll actress. See. And I don't think Deathstorm is done. Yeah, he, I, there's, yeah. that was too easy. That yeah. was too... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when you have the video game and you beat the the big boss of the of the at the end very easily. And they're like, nah, you know, he's coming back to life and yeah. his energy bar is going to go all the way up. And maybe, what ha- maybe what happens is it comes back as... Frost, like, like he takes like that actress plays Deathstorm, like in the Frost Possibly. body. Yeah, I mean, maybe the way she died was absorbing that energy. Maybe it killed the body, like Ronnie was dead, but it takes over the entity. I mean, that, that would, I think, that would be super interesting. Or maybe she gets, she does come back to life as Death Frost. Or what they, yeah, that was what they called it, Death Frost. Yeah, and that's her. That's his wife. He has his wife now. His bride. Perhaps. There you go. And then they're Maybe. both villains. Yeah. And then that's it. And we get a, like a hopefully satisfactory ending because they're at episode 13 now. Um, and what is this I'm, going? This is going half season or full season? I feel like they went to like 18 last year. Okay. Because they don't announce it ahead of time. Oh, so, okay. <clears throat> it used to go to like 22, 23, but I feel like they've been cutting it back to like high teens. Last couple of seasons, yeah. Well, most shows don't just just don't go that long anymore. No, unless you're 24, and then you should be 24 episodes because your premise is that it's an hour each. Yeah, you kind of have to. You, you kind of locked into that. No, one of my favorite shows of all time. So, I do like that show. It was a great show. 24 was awesome, man. Um, all right, and it just feels weird that that's it. We only have one CW show. We have no streaming show. That's it. And oh my then. Gosh. Good timing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have crossed over to the multiverse known as Florida. We're in Jason and I are in New York, if you're not aware of this. But we have our, our third member of Team Granny's Peach Tea, or not the Wednesday, Wednesday Warriors this week. <laughs> oh, Rick, what's up? On. I hear you guys. <laughs> Rick, yes. I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Holler. From What's the up, slums of Shaolin, the Wu-Tang Clan strikes again. The RZA, the Jizza, 
the old dirty bastard inspected deck. Rayquan you got Rayquan the chef. And you got Ghostface Killer. Just <laughs> <laughs> throw everybody in there. Yeah. Jay-Z, Nas, oh, wow. okay. Bob D. <laughs> now, now this is becoming a cornucopia of our favorite <laughs> rap artists here. Uh, Rick, what's up, dude? What's going on? Greetings to Granny's Peach Tea all the way from St. Petersburg, Florida. Well, wel welcome aboard. You're, Sorry to be so official. I just I love you guys. I feel like it's <laughs> wow, gotta, okay. It's Mother's Day is getting him all like uh, in the feels. It's got me all in the feels. <laughs> Shout oh, out man. to all the mothers. Yes, yeah, cheers, cheers to all the mothers. Cheers to all the mothers out there. Except for Thank mine. you for everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, well let's let, let's get into this, man. Because I saw this movie again earlier today. I had to see it on IMAX because you guys know I kind of got to see it. Jason, I also want to ask you because I have not seen it in 3D. So we can start off with that kind of thing. Rick, how did you actually, what format did you see them? Regular old movie theater. Okay, so me and you start originally in regular old movie theater. Jason you, got to see it in 3D. You, you missed nothing. The, the 3D really? was Really? Yeah, I really. It like you know, it wasn't anything spectacular. I, I nothing like literally as I'm thinking about it, I nothing's jumping out at me that <laughs> pun intended. But uh, <laughs> from my memory, that that like you saw certain things. You know, there were certain things like that kind of like you know come at you. But um, when you were at one point when during that when you're in the theater, it actually looked kind of cool when you had, you had people sitting like uh, in front of each other and you could see like. The back of the heads look different, so, but it was nothing like nothing worth the extra money, is to be honest. <clears throat> okay. Not my. All right. But I also don't like 3D to begin with. So how about the IMAX head? Was it worth the IMAX? Because I'm ready for a rewatch. No, I know we talked. Well, actually, we'll get we'll get into our brief discussion because I just thought that was hilarious, um, which we have to we have to talk about here. What? Wow. Okay. This <laughs> is actually happening. Um, let, let's bring him in before before we keep going then. Uh, we have the mask critic. He looks like he's wearing a cane mask. You know him from A to Z, from our show, from Just Too Sweet show, everything. Tim Tabala. There he is. <laughs> Tim, is that Kane or Spider-Man? Or... How did you recognize me? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just throwing it. I'm just throwing it out there. I could be wrong. Maybe I, mean, not, I, I, I don't know this Tim guy. I never heard of him before. <laughs> He sounds like a dick. <laughs> oh my God. What mask is that? That's Kane. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it's one of the newer Canes. That's why I don't recognize it. Okay, that's what it is. Kane, I've come to bargain. Exactly. I don't know if it was either that or if it was like with the blue and red. Maybe you're like Spider-Man, Lucha Libre. I don't know what was going on here. <laughs> um, actually, Tim, what format did you see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Uh, I saw it on 3D and regular. Okay, so Jason was just telling us wasn't really a huge fan of the 3D aspect of it. I was about to talk about the IMAX, but well, since we're on it, what did you think of the 3D? Uh, oh, it was wow. fine. It wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't. Uh, did it make much of a difference? No, it was cool though. Okay, so I kind of figured like the <laughs> scenes where he's going through the when they, him and America Chavez are going through the m different multiverses and stuff that like that would be cool. It was cool, um, but like I, I said, it was the beginning maybe. Yeah, it was cool, but it wasn't anything like like oh, this is this is making this awesome. Okay, you know, it's just no, it was just it was cool, but nothing great. Okay, 
Uh, well, Rick had asked me about the IMAX. Um, I think the IMAX was great. I thought the IMAX was worth it. Uh, any movie with crazy visuals, especially something like the first Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, definitely is worth it in IMAX. So I would highly recommend checking it out in IMAX. You can kind of see some of the stuff was shot that way as well. So I think it definitely adds more to the experience. So if you haven't seen it in IMAX and you're thinking about checking it out again, definitely check it out in IMAX. So, um, where did we lose Jason or temporarily? Okay, there. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone's getting masked up. It just took me a bit to mask up. Are you wow. a, are you are you a Pac-Man ghost? I'm Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm everyone. I'm your favorite doctor. Come, let me check you out, Tim. There we go. <laughs> now, now it's getting extreme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the multiverse of madness here. Multiverse of madness right here. We even got a DC character in it. You got a WCW character. You got somebody from Futurama. (laughs) Michael Myers makes an appearance. I mean, we're just going to keep on going with the multiverse. This is what people expected this movie to be, by the way. I know, I know. And and I want to talk about that because this is what I expected this movie to be. This was what this movie was. Let's not get crazy now. Right, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the mask. I'm gonna put the mask down. Let's get into this. Um, all right, so we got the formats covered. Uh, I guess overall thoughts. Let's just go around here. Um, Tim, we'll start off with you. Tim, what was your overall thoughts of uh, the film? Oh, another good Marvel movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, again, underwhelmed because of all the bullshit you've been hearing for the past few months. So, in, in that aspect, I was like disappointed, but not really. You know, because I knew I knew it wasn't going to be. I knew Yoda wasn't going to come flying by with Chewbacca on a bicycle and all that kind of stuff that they were saying. Um, no, but it was enjoyable. It was it was very dark, extremely dark for a Marvel movie, um, which is good. You know, you need that every now and then. Everything can't be go happy go lucky all the time. Uh, well, yeah, I enjoyed it overall. Okay, uh, Jason, overall thoughts. So overall, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I'm with Tim. I was underwhelmed, and I need to see it again. Because the whole reason I was underwhelmed is I fell into the whole fucking trap that we've been talking about uh, since the beginning of this this podcast, since WandaVision, ironically, uh, which is the, the whole reason I started that mojo gag was because, you know, everyone had such high hopes for WandaVision. So I was like, let me come up with something that no one could possibly because that's, you can't do that. And then I did it with this movie. I, I got... I got. I wanted so much out of it, and I thought I was going to get everything I wanted because Spider-Man gave me everything I wanted. And then it was something very, very different, which I think it was great. But I need to see it again with my um, with with my sort of perceptions aligned because I loved what it was, but was underwhelmed because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And look, let this be a lesson to you guys: don't don't let the hype build you up. Just let things be what they are. Uh, but I'm gonna go see it again very, very soon as soon as I can get out. Okay. Um, and you, wait, real quick. You know what I did too? Because I, again, I'm not a overall. I don't care about spoilers most of the time. I saw the Illuminati scene a week ago, a long time ago when they, when mm-hmm. they first had. It. So I fell for the ooh. Well, that's real. So this must be real because what I saw also was a shot of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man popping up in this one, and I'm like, well, Sam Raimi. Peter Parker was just in in this, so I was expecting to see that. And then when I didn't see that, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "There you go." So, but yeah, but overall, like I said, good movie. Yeah. And also before before I like, I also really love the Eldritch horror stuff here. 
this is an honest to god horror movie. It's shot like it's not like like the like Spider Man we said was shot like a horror movie. Like this is an Eldritch horror movie. It's like a fantasy horror, which is exactly what the Doctor Strange comic is. So I also think like the fact that they went all in. I mean, there, there are jump scares in this movie. There are zombie th- like th- this feels like a horror movie, and I really want to applaud that. It it's even though it wasn't what I wanted it to be or expected it to be, it gave us something that we never got an MCU movie before. Okay. Uh, Rick, what were your overall thoughts on the film? Well, uh, greatest comic book movie of all time. I literally got up, and Eddie knows this, when I go to the film, I will hold it. If we're watching The Godfather, I'll hold it through both VHS tapes. <laughs> uh, I literally got up maybe like an hour and 10 minutes into the film and took a victory lap to the bathroom just to let everybody in the crowd know that I was right. No <laughs> rules. No rules during this movie. Um, everything was thrown out the window in favor of giving fanboys like me that believe that the multiverse is a true multiverse like everything we want. Um, I... Uh, I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves, but um, I, I just loved it. It was everything I thought it would be. It was um, very much, uh, uh, what do you call it? In the vein of like an Evil Dead film, as in like it was nonstop action. It was very zany. Uh, even the ending wasn't an ending. You know, it was, it, it was everything I thought it would be. And uh, I walked into the film super confident. And I walked out of the film super happy. Like, I love the fact that I feel like the filmmakers did what they wanted to do. Like, literally, whatever they wanted to do. Like, whatever was in the vein of their stream of consciousness. And for me, they hit a home run. Like, they they just, they got it done. Yeah. Um, All right, so I guess overall thoughts for me. I really enjoyed the film. I liked it a lot. Uh, I am not willing to go ahead and say it's the top five com- greatest comic book movies ever, but I really enjoyed it though. It's I liked it more than a lot, um, but I wouldn't say personally for me at least. I won't say like I I like the Batman more. I put Spider Man No Way Home ahead of it and stuff, but whatever we can rank here and there. But the movie lived up to everything I wanted it to be. Uh, Tim knows, and you guys know, I hate spoilers. I don't listen to them. I'm not even on a lot of social media. I'm really just on two of them, and that's it. So I didn't see any of this. I didn't know anything about all these rumors and all this other shit. Um, So I kind of got what I wanted. And I know we talked about the possibilities of uh, Tobey Maguire showing up, and and Sam Raimi, like Tim mentioned, like it seemed like it was lining up for that. But the more I thought about it going into it, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like what would what would be the point of it? That would just be literally be fan service for fan service sake, and that's it. Especially after the special uh, appearance by the hot dog vendor. I'm like, dude, we're getting Toby Maguire. <laughs> I'm, like, dude, we're, I'm, like, I'm like, we're getting I, fucking Toby Maguire at one point. I just couldn't figure out how he would fit into it without with it making sense. Is what I'm saying. Like, I, I that well, I couldn't see. I kind of thought because I gonna heard about that scene. I kind of thought when they would jump into universes, it would just be like a holy shit. Yeah. That, like, that whole kind of thing. Well, I don't think there's going to be a whole 
part of him. A holy. It wasn't going to be like Spider Man No Way Home where they were yeah. actually no, in the store. I thought we were going to. We were going to. That's go what I thought too. See Tobey okay. Maguire. We were, we were going to see an X Men. We were going to see other. <laughs> we that's what I kind of thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, and and, but, and yeah. also, guys, guys, we got no Sleepwalker. We got something called Dream Walking. Oh, oh, oh that's these two. It's Rick and, and Jason. I, I know. I, yeah. Tim couldn't give two shits less about Sleepwalker. But. All right, Rick, we got no Sleepwalker. It's I was like just... they purposely avoided my boy. That's they right. Massacred I, my boy. I was really sad about that because there was an opportunity. There was sleep. There was Dream Walking. You could have had a Sleepwalker, but they didn't. I did honestly think that Sleepwalker was a strong possibility, and I was curious, especially Me when they too. started mentioning how they apparently how the MCU interprets dreams. As right. being a connection with another multiverse, right. I'm like, oh shit, which is interesting, super is interesting, very interesting. Because I've never even conceived anything like any thought like that. Um, but Rick, I'm with you a lot, and Jason, you mentioned it. It's very much a Sam Raimi movie, and it feels like you can tell the director of Evil Dead did this by the yes. way it's shot. A lot of times, things that are inspired. We got a fucking zombie Doctor Strange at one point who's yeah. going ahead and saving and, the day like that. We have people murdered left and right. Tell me that that zombie Doctor Strange didn't like give you Bruce Campbell Ash yeah. like uh, Evil yep. Dead vibes like in Army of Darkness in Army yep. of Darkness exactly like there were so many like moments or like when when Wanda is shambling after them uh, like she's like like it's some it looks like it's from that movie like Drag Me to Hell like yeah. you know like I love that he really puts his stamp on not just this movie but scenes of this movie you know absolutely. Agreed. So that's what I, and that's what it is. And it's the MCU's first horror movie. So I, I got a lot of it. I liked Sam Raimi as the director. So I was happy that I got that and he got to do this movie. It's set in the MCU. It's the MCU's first horror movie. And I guess my, it met my expectations because I didn't go too crazy with them. I, it, and they were high, but I feel like it, it met it. It met everything I wanted it to be. And, you know, we, we got some wild cameos in here, which they, they weren't hiding the Captain Carter. Like that wasn't him because I mean, like, they showed it in a trailer. They I showed the, a trailer, then it's fair game. The right. big surprise here, and yeah. you know, the spoilers are down there, guys. The big surprise yes. here is fucking Reed Richards in the Baxter building, uh with uh you know, I forget the actor's name, but the guy John that Krasinski. John Krasinski with John like John Krasinski. Like and, and this this is this brings my question up. Do you think John Krasinski is going to be our like Earth Prime Reed Richards? Thank you for queuing that up because I guess we are going to start by talking about the Illuminati. So let's I just figured. start with that. Yeah. I figured because that's <laughs> the elephant in the room. Not, we're we're yeah. all scraping at the door to talk about it. So let's just do it. Let's, he let's he just like punches a star-shaped door yeah. into yeah. the next. <laughs> no. So the, so the Illuminati that we get in this movie, where Doctor Strange is brought to them, you know, to face it because they feel like all Doctor Stranges are the most dangerous thing in the universe. So we get the Illuminati. If you're in the comics, you know who they are. But in this version in the film, we get where it is John Krasinski as Reed Richards. We get um, the original uh, Monica Rambeau as, you know, as Captain Marvel, because in the comics she was actually the first female Captain Marvel. So we get that set in this universe. We get um, Patrick Stewart back as Professor X, but like me and Rick were talking about this too. So... It pretty much is implied in some ways that this is the Professor X from the '97 X Men series. Oh, 100. Yeah, the theme it's the musical music. cue. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the chair, the theme and music. Yeah, yeah. The way he does the thing now, yeah. <laughs> very different. Um, 
And then we also get Captain Carter, and we get Haley Atwell back as Captain Captain Carter. She gets to do God, live action. God bless her. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're never gonna be upset when she's back. No. Um, super nice in person, by the way. And we had, I got to she really? from one Good, of my pops. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I actually didn't. I meant to look this up, but I kind of skipped my mind. Who was playing Black Bolt? I thought it was the guy from the TV show. And yeah, told it, me was, it wasn't. No, not, it wasn't. Not. No, not at all. They don't look anything alike. I never saw the TV show. I just assumed. Yeah, no. And it, it is. It is the same guy, isn't it? It Anson is the Mount. same guy. Anson it? Mount. It's the same guy. I'm gonna have to look he's that up, uh but... he's Captain Pike on the new Star Trek show. Yes, yeah, that's no. what I thought. Nice. It is the sorry, same. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it look is. it up right now quickly. I'm sorry because I Anson, like Anson Mount is his name. Because I remember when his face came on screen, I was like, oh, my God, they just validated that terrible series. <laughs> I was All like, right. can we at least get Agent Coulson out here? And just... All right, so I'm gonna, I will stand corrected. That is him. All right, but they go. don't look anything alike, though. So you can say this is not the same universe as it, Black Bolt. That's here. This is the universe. This is the universe where Charles Xavier was a cartoon in 1997. Yes. Right. So, it's it's all bets are off. Yeah. So that's the, pretty much the Illuminati that we get. But John Krasinski, as Reed Richards, like Jason had mentioned, is the one we got to start with. Uh, and you had mentioned. So I guess I am. I'm going to say yes. He is going to be our Reed Richards soon, and in the MCU in six one six because they do give them numbers. They do officially say this right. is six one six, the MCU that we've been following. Um, and because in some of them, it seems like in some universes, Benedict Cumberbatch can play Doctor Strange in every universe. But then we see in other universes, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, right. and Tom Holland are, are Spider-Man. So I guess it's inconsistent with whether they all need to look and, the same or not. And it's also a very doubtful that we're going to get like Patrick Stewart as the 616 Professor X. Too so, old. Yeah, I mean, I think too old because if they're going to do a – if they want to start like – the X-Men franchise in the MCU, which is going to have to be a phase. Yeah. Like he's, they're rolling the dice. If he's going to be able to, to, to fulfill his contract there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I honestly think that they can play it however they want. That's my personal opinion. They can play it however they want. They can switch what it is, but I think John Krasinski getting him to play Reed Richards, just to spoiler alert, what happens to Illuminati, Wanda Maximoff murders them pretty gruesomely. <laughs> Slaughters yeah. them in one scene. Um, I, I don't, I don't think know. Bring him in just for that. I, I mean, I would hope not, but I, <laughs> but you don't. I mean, you don't know. No, we don't know for sure. Yeah, but I but I, I would like to see him as our our Reed Richards. I think he would. He he fucking wrecked it in this. Yeah, uh, Rick. What he, do you think? He looked really good in the uniform. Yes, he did. He, he looked did. really really good in costume. He was a uh, leading presence. When he, you know, it was his time to talk. Uh, he was ready to jump into action. Um, I thought he was awesome. And I'm not one of these, like, guys that's, like, beating the drum for him to play Reed Richards. However, after having seen him as Reed Richards, I'm good with him starring in the uh, the film that's scheduled. I, he looked good. He looked good. He sounded good. It was It was super necessary, all of it. I mean, Tim, do I need to ask? Do you even ask? Are, um, are you on board oh, with this? Dude, that was my favorite part of the whole movie, to be honest with you. Well, and, and again, I, I 
TikTok is the one that spoiled it for me because they don't give you a click option. It just starts playing. Mm-hmm. So boom, I'm there. I'm in the middle of the Illuminati scene. I'm going, ah oh, shit, I might as well just watch the whole goddamn scene now. And when he popped in, I was like, yes, god damn it. Yes, I was so happy. Because again, and they're giving us fan service that you know everyone wanted him. Him and Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt, of mm-hmm. course, is we don't know yet. According to her, she does not want to do it, but that could all be bullshit. Because uh, but yeah, I think those two would be absolutely fantastic as our as Mr. Not no pun intended. As uh, Sue and Reed, so yeah, I was super excited about him, and uh, yeah, you say he looked like him, he talked like him, he acted like him. I loved it, I loved every second. He's my favorite of the now dead Illuminati from that universe. universe. (laughs) Yeah, um, I think they can go anyway, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna actually go with it because I was, I will give credit to where it's due. I was watching um, John Campion's show the other day, and him and Robert Meyer Burnett have thrown it out there. And I kind of think it seems to make a lot of sense. Their their idea was that because John Watts had recently stepped back from uh, from directing Fantastic Four film, and it seemed like him and Marvel were on the same page, where they're like, "Hey, we really want to work together. We look forward to it. Everyone's happy. Everyone's good." And I kind of think that either maybe even tomorrow or sometime this week or maybe even next week, they're going to announce that John Krasinski is going to be. They're going to announce the cast of Fantastic Four and him as the director. Of the Fantastic Ooh. Four. That might have been the move for that move. Yeah. Wow. We talked about it. Briefly. We talked about that move and how it made like it made no sense, but I was in favor of it. Uh, because I'm not a fan of that director's movies outside of you know what he's you done. You and your MCU. John Watts weird thing that came out of nowhere. You've never mentioned him until until then. Bro, who loves horror movies more than me? <clears throat> and if I'm t- saying if clown tr- is trash, clown is trash. There's a lot of trash. <laughs> we all, all four of us. I'll there. go through that guy's IMDb and tear it to shreds. However, no offense, though, because I know he listens to Granny Speech Tea, and I don't want him to like get on the message board. We, yeah, we don't. We don't want to. We don't want to kind of smoke. We don't want to piss off our famous listeners because we true. have a lot of them. There yeah, a true. lot of celebrity listeners to the show. Um, so this is just a little bit of light ripping. Don't take it personally. <laughs> I, I also think that we're not going to get the Reed Richards with the kids, like in this universe. He mentioned he had kids, and mm-hmm. I, we're not getting that one. We're getting young. Well, not young, but we're getting, yeah. I think we're still getting, uh, oh, I don't want to have to hold that whole core shit bullshit they had in the Fox movies. Just be married. Just be happy. Yeah. They, they should already have gotten their powers. I don't want to see that again. You don't need to see it. Um, their origin stories. uh it's not even a good origin story. Well, well Rick, it, Rick, we were talking about it though. We were kind of thinking that maybe the MCU does what they did with Hulk and Spider-Man, and they kind of just flash over the origin story and kind of just pick up, either right. flash through the credits or they just assume you know it by now, and, that, and they kind of pick up there. Right. I use Ant- use Ant-Man and Wasp and pull them back from the sixties. Which, by the way, I wanted to mention though. There's an interesting line in this movie. And yes. I know it was meant as a joke. But Doctor Strange sees him about Reed Richards. Send you guys chart in the sixties. I know it was a gag there, but it kind of leads into what we've been thinking about. That's true. That's that's, that's, that's in the quantum realm. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that I think they're going to refer to them as the uh, spaceship that disappeared. Never, you know, Planet of the Apes style ship that disappeared. Never saw them again. Assumed they were dead. Somehow they were in the quantum realm all this time. And when they come back, they're the exact same. You know, and they have their powers and everything already. That's what I think too. And that's what I want to see. I don't want to see the whole origin bullshit again. 
Same. No one, yeah, same. No, one, no, one, no, one, no one likes each other. They're all fighting all the time. All right, get over it. You're, you're a family. You're happy. Kick some ass now. Yep. Jason, you got, you got some. No, no, I, I'm the same on that. Like when when we get the Fantastic Four, I don't want to. I don't want to see them in the ship. I don't want to see fucking old man Reed Richards hitting on 15 year old Sue Richards. I've seen <laughs> enough of that in this show. I'm going to see even more of it when we get into the the other weird fucking Fantastic Four movies. I want to see them just yeah, pull them from the quantum zone. Bam, they're the Fantastic Four. Bam, they've got rapport. Bam, just make way and give me a Doctor Doom movie. That's, That's what really I'm saying. You just want to get Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and you 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 set me up for it and yep. you knew with every word I was speaking that's exactly where I was going. You could just be like, listen, announce movie bam, let's just get Doctor Doom and just get me there as fast as you can. I don't even need a Fantastic Four movie, guys. Just give me a Doctor Doom movie. Sony would do it at one point. Sony would have done a Doctor Doom movie five years ago. I don't want that. Fox, right. Fox, had, Fox had a writer ready for it, ready to go. Yeah. So I want none of that. Out. MCU Doom or bust. Uh, Liam Neeson as Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and uh, we got a quick comment here from Alex. Uh, Reed Richards being the smartest person yet basically telling Wanda how to stop Black Bolt. I mean, I think Reed was not. Reed doesn't know much about Wanda right at that point at all. So I mean, I can't yeah, really like knock him for that one. She's kind of an unknown there. He didn't think she'd be she'd be able to zip his mouth up like Twilight Zone style. Yeah, and also very Infinity Gauntlet style. Yes, like oh, yes. Thanos. Yep, that's what I was thinking about during that fight. Um, all right, now I guess then we could talk about. Um, Wait, would I be right? Would I be right in saying that Freddy Krueger did that before the Infinity Gauntlet? Um, which, I feel like which... Freddy did that in number three. Yeah, which well, does predate the Infinity Gauntlet, actually. So yeah, nice job, nice work. <laughs> but, but that's only that's only in Granny's Peach T six one six. Granny's right. Peach T seven fourteen. The Infinity Gauntlet was a run in the seventies. Ah, uh, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Beyonder might have been in it. Yes, no, no, that, and <laughs> Thanos still in his helicopter. See now, spe- speaking of that, we should do a multiverse week where we all switch shows and just <laughs> ramble on about. Shit that we don't know, like, you know, because you guys don't really watch wrestling anymore. But it'd be great to see you on there. Just oh, talking. If you threw me into a Justin Sweet show, I'd be completely fucking lost. Um, <laughs> look, I talk about the honky tonk man. I exactly, though. That's what makes it great. Plenty you do, you do an, an hour of boss man. You throw in, you throw in some honky tonk, and you're good. That's an hour right there. <clears throat> um, but all right, let's just go ahead and, and get on with the Illuminati, though. So we talked about Reed Richards. Uh, Next, we can talk about Black Bolt because, yeah, you had mentioned he serves a really fucked up death where Wanda zips oh, his Lord, mouth shut. Yeah. He like, speaks and pretty much like blows his own brain out the side of his head. Uh, but the way they get away with a lot of this is just there's no blood. There's hardly any blood seen coming out of the people. You see the blood on Wanda, but you don't really see it. So very clever ways to get around it. And that um, wasn't even blood on Wanda. Yeah, it was like... No, it she has some like blood, but motor oil or something. She wasn't killing people when she got that stuff like thrown. Yeah, she was her. killing the Ultron bots. Right. Oh, and right, stuff. Yeah. Which raises a whole you other know, question, by the way, that yeah. I, but we'll get to in a minute. We but. never got our Tom Cruise appearance. <clears throat> Sorry. Maverick was, never made it. He was too busy filming Maverick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so Black Bolt, and now I'm actually happier that it was the same dude who played him in the awful MCU show. Inhumans, 
Because that show was terrible. He doesn't wear that costume at all, by the way. This is a much more comics accurate costume. Yeah, I actually recognized him in this costume. I did, I actually I I wouldn't have recognized him other other words uh, because I didn't know who played him because I never saw that show. I only know because like I said I, I just watched the uh, Star Trek, the new Star Trek, and his name popped up, and I was like, "Why do I know that name?" And then I checked. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right," because he played uh, on the Inhuman show, and then it said it said it right into the thing. Uh, Doctor Strange, Blackpool. I was like, "Oh shit, they brought him back!" I can't believe yeah, they actually I, brought I, him back. I'm so shocked. I, that as the only, shocked. as the only guy that I guess actually watched that show. No, I did. I saw <laughs> the whole run. I, I, never, saw, I, 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 I never saw the thought. first two episodes in IMAX. Also, so. right. I, I don't. I don't know if it's terrible so much as it's more along the lines of like covering North Dakota when you're in American history, like, <laughs> like it just sort of happened. You know, and then we like, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much Bolt, but he's there and he actually looks like Black Bolt in this. But the other addition we got too was Captain Carter. We got Haley Atwell playing live action Captain Carter this time. Um, whose death really is fucked up, really fucked up in this. As much as like she's wow. fighting, she's doing all this shit, and then she goes to the Steve Rogers line of I can do this all day. And then about 10 seconds later, Darth Maul. She gets fucking Darth Maul. <laughs> wow. Cut in fucking half. I was like, wow, that is just really fucked up. Well, I mean, look, Wanda Wanda's making a point in this movie. She's not fucking around. Like, I I think everyone went in going, what's her role going to be? Is she the villain? Is she maybe going to be the villain? I thought, like, oh, maybe she was going to start off good and no. She like five minutes into her screen time, she's like, Fuck you, bitches, I'm the villain. And this scene, how brutal she is with each and every one of them. I mean, she literally cuts this woman in half with her own goddamn shield. Yeah. It's it's so brutal. I I mean, and again, very hard. Like, if this were an R-rated movie, there would have been blood. That's the only thing that was missing to make this like a bona fide horror movie. Yeah. I'm not sure the blood would have made it better. No, I don't think it would have made it better. I think we saw exactly what we needed to I, see, but it would, that would have pushed into an R rating. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm not saying it would have made it better. I'm saying it would have made it a bona fide horror movie. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> and what's her name? Got off easy. Captain Marvel got off easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, got, she just got crushed by a bunch the, of them. Like, her armor stripped the, off. Yeah. And the rest of them were like, holy shit, I can't believe I just saw that. Yeah, because they could have left Captain Carter like squirming around on the floor while we see her until she's done like if it were the boys that definitely was what would have happened oh yeah oh yeah and then she would have said something like witty as she was dying yeah exactly uh we also got another comment dropping in here too uh from jackalot04 thanks for checking us out tonight black bolt was the most brutal in my opinion it it, is dude they're all brutal yeah that's uh that's That's jacks by the way is it Jax? Hey, That's Jax. Hey, what's up, Jax? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Jax, you got a great point there. The Black Bolts was pretty. It was fast the way he got murdered, but like it was brutal. They were all brutal. It was brutal. Also, when you see his skull move, like yeah, that was so creepy. <laughs> it was shot really well. Yeah, it was shot really, really well. And then you got you got you got to take the stretchy guy and you, and you put him through like a spaghetti thing. Right. It was like, course. oh my god, it was like it was absolutely horrific. Also, very, uh, very Infinity Gauntlet, right? Isn't that how Reed Richards right. gets it? Infinity Gauntlet, yeah, yeah. that is. Smart, um, yeah. And also, we get Professor X goes ahead 
and snaps his fucking neck. Dude, yeah. Just literally, that's it. As she go, he goes into like her mind and is like trying to be like, "Oh, Professor X, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna find out what's going on here." And then it looks like it's pretty much Sokovia briefly, that like she's under the rubble and trying to get saved, and pretty much lures him in and snaps his fucking neck, and then you just see him fall on the fucking chair. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but my my crowds both. Well, no, my first crowd was just like a couple guys were like, "Holy shit, that's it!" And they were like, "Oh my god!" And the rest of them were like, "What just happened?" And the other and most of the ladies were like, "What the fuck is going on in this movie?" <laughs> like, Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you got you guys weren't in Florida. As soon as she broke his neck, my whole theater went. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was like in an ECW episode or something. Oh my gosh. Um, and then we got one more comment to go on uh, before we keep moving. Alex is saying his Illuminati picks would be Professor X, Deadpool, Mister Fantastic, Blade, The Thing, Tom Cruise's Iron Man, and Doctor Doom. They're supposed to be smart, so you can't put in Deadpool and thing. Yeah, well, thing, thing, is, thing is smart. Thing is Thing's smart. A though. Scientist. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. So the Illuminati in the comics is supposed to be like the leaders of all the like teams, pretty much, that team up to make the tough decisions. I can't see Blade or the Thing or Deadpool, especially making any kind of decisions for anything. Well, Bl- Blade could represent the vampire, like right. the vampires. Yeah. But Blade right. and Deadpool will be like, dude, kill him. No, we, we, we have to discuss it. No, kill. Just kill them all. Kill everybody. As soon as they walk Doctor Strange into the room, Deadpool shoots him. Yeah, dead. Yeah. dead already. <laughs> and the other member of the Illuminati that we didn't talk about really was uh, Baron. We got Mordo yeah. as, as there because the last time we saw him, he was hunting people down in the MCU, at least the MCU version, and pretty much saying there's too many sorcerers. I'm going to start wiping these dudes out. But the Mordo that we get in this universe is the source of Supreme, and he was, you know, friends with uh, Strange until pretty much the end. And we find that 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 Doctor Strange has a statue, and it says, "Oh, you know, this guy uh, died fighting Thanos," which we find out is bullshit that they kind of covered up for him because this dude has pretty much lost his shit because he was fucking with the Darkhold too much, and you know, Black Bolt ends up brutally murdering him too. A lot of brutally murdering in this movie. Oh yeah, I don't right. think they murdered him. I think he like came to his senses. No, he they, they he was him. on his knees and let him do it to him. Yes, they they showed him like die though. Yeah, right but there. that's he, not no, no, a he, brutal murder. Like you, he you, offered both, himself up. Here's the thing: you're both right. Like I think <laughs> he was doing his penance and going, "Okay, you've got me. I did wrong." And then they brutally murdered him with yeah. his permission. But, like, you know, when someone usually, if someone gives penance like that, they've been good before, you try to rehabilitate them. I mean, that's. Yeah, they, were, they weren't having any of that crap that was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By Maybe the way, ju- judging how many sorcerers we've seen in Infinity War and, and in this movie, I would say Mortal's a complete failure. You're not murdering a lot of these too many <laughs> yeah. sorcerers, right? There's, there's, thousands, there's thousands of them, according to what we saw. So I'm like, dude, I mean, Mordo, Mordo's the biggest failure in the MCU right now. We can or he's agree. Mordo, Mordo is no king. <laughs> 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 Definitely not. Um, 
But I guess besides the Illuminati, you know, we could also talk about, let's just get into the main character, or one of the co-main characters, I, I think, in this film. Because I do think this is just as much a Doctor Strange movie as it is a Scarlet Witch movie. I really oh, feel the, like they're kind of co-building this. This is the sequel to WandaVision. It's yeah. the like sequel 100%. to Doctor Strange. It's the sequel to WandaVision. It's the sequel in ways to Spider-Man No Way Home, even though they only have to briefly talk about it. But either way, though, this picks up Doctor Strange's story. Yeah, no, it, no, it does. But I, but I think like if like, I think tonally speaking and story wise, I think this feels at least to me more like a Wandavision sequel than it does a Doctor Strange sequel. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because Doctor Strange's greatest superpower in the MCU is being an awesome support character for other characters' stories to be flushed out. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, well. Before we get to Wanda, let's focus on Doctor Strange with his story arc that's in this movie. Um, you know, he pretty much picks up. He's dealing with a lot of Christine Palmer stuff. She finds out she's moved on. You know, she he goes to the wedding in the beginning of the movie. Funny scene where he meets up with the other Doctor from the first Doctor Strange movie. Finds out they're both dusted. He unfortunately lost his cats. And there's this whole no, conversation. Yeah. What I thought, what I thought was really interesting about that conversation, though, was the thing where he asks him like. Was that the only way? Does this have to happen? Because you have to assume other people, normal people in the MCU, were probably wondering this. And this is the only person that gets to ask Doctor Strange straight up, did you have to do it like this? And we all know he went through infinite numbers of fucking re- of realities, and it was only one outcome, yeah. and this had to happen. So I thought that was like a powerful moment there, honestly. It was. It was a good moment. Very good moment. It made a lot of sense, too, because like you said... Yeah. We're the only we're as the audience, we're the only ones who know what he saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're the only ones who knew. So there could be a lot of people out there who are like, oh, that's awesome. That's Dr. Strange. Other people are like, fuck that dude. They could have you know, I I still lost my family, you know, and maybe in the uh in the, in the essential attack or whatever. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. He made the wrong decision. I still lost everything. And so it makes sense. Good scene. Yeah, really good scene. And it starts comedic, but then it ends like pretty serious and Stranger's reaction, I thought, was like pretty heavy too, because you could tell he's thinking about it, like, "fuck, yeah, you know, something." This was the only, and it kind of, I to me, it looked like he was going back to the whole Thanos and making the decision. And, and, then, see and that then that guy bitch, yeah. that guy bitch slapped him with the. At least you didn't get the girl. You still didn't yeah. get the girl. Oh, kind of, kind of oh, like a bitch yeah. slap. Yeah. That well, was, he's, he, yeah, he said something to Christine like that, and it made me think of the guy like you're saying it now. Like, did you? How long have you had that in the chamber? Yep. You know, like, how long were you waiting for that? Because she also gets a dig at Strange also later on that she admits she's been holding on to for a long time. You can feel like he was as well. Um, but, yeah, his relationship with Christine Palmer drives a lot of his story as he goes to different multiverses and finds out how they ended up in each one, and it's different. And the main one that's focused on is when she works at a Baxter institution. And the second she said Baxter institution, I'm like, Oh yeah, getting Reed Richards. Oh yeah, and it's funny because uh, you know Ed, you couldn't you we bought the tickets together. You bought the tickets, uh, but you couldn't make to the showing. So I had invited uh, Walter and his wife, who you know has Walter been on the show before, mm-hmm. and I was telling him in class just that day, like we were talking about like if we thought we were going to get like a Reed Richards or something, like because we knew like obviously there was no secret about the Illuminati, and I had said look. If we hear, I, I said I literally said something like, "If we hear the Baxter Building, we know we're getting, we, we know we're getting it." And the second they get the Baxter Building, him and I who were not sitting next to each other just went, 
Like, uh-huh. we gave each other, like, a nod, like, because you knew what was coming once they said it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw it at the 320. Ironically, there's a long story behind it, but I ended up seeing it, like, earlier. And it was me and two other people, and there's, like, 325 showing. And the second she said Baxter Institution, I threw my arms up. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that's a lot of the driving force, and I think that's a lot of the heart of this film. We, we talked about Doctor Strange the other day, and I think in this film, she is the heart of the film, driving it, too, like driving his inspiration and his motivations throughout the film. And at, by the end of it, you know, he fixes up the watch and everything. He realizes that, you know, no matter what, it's not going to happen. Like, it just doesn't matter, you know, like, I mean, not that it doesn't matter. She's moved on, and, and it's going to be what it, it is what it is essentially and the doctor strange that we saw in what if turns out the supreme strange is not in this film it's actually what do they refer to him as um savage strange or something like that the guy that we see in the trailer with the eye in his head with the dark goatee and everything um yeah so this doctor strange is kind of realizing is the good guy version and we'll get into where he ends up past that um but yeah, any other thought? Anyone got any other thoughts on Doctor Strange's story arc in this film? I think, <clears throat> I think actually the most interesting part about now that you were talking about it, it made me realize it about having Strange as the hero and Wanda as the villain is the story arcs are very similar. They're just they they both suffered terrible like losses that break people because of choices they all made to fight Thanos. Mm-hmm. And neither are dealing with it pretty well. And Strange is just dealing with it a little bit better. And so I think, like, when you look at it like that, I think that's actually kind of beautiful to watch the villain and the hero go through the same kind of thing, just in different kind of ways, you know? Because he lost his love. He went away. He, he lost his love. He lost his... his um Sorcerer Supreme title. He's still not the fucking Sorcerer Supreme. You know? Dude, I thought by the end of this movie it was going to happen, which is why I'm Me not too. on chat. I said what I said. Yeah. It's, it's still not the case. So, like, you know, he lost so much being gone, and she lost so much. Like, she wasn't gone, right? Like, she didn't... I forget. Was she dusted? No, she, I she, she was dusted, but she she does mention in the film she blew yes. a hole through the person she that, loves head. That's it. So it's not even being dusted for her. It's like she... She blew a hole through the person she loves head, and it didn't even matter. She makes it a point of saying that, mm-hmm. you know? So they both had to make sacrifices that didn't matter. And I think, you know, the question that that guy brings up, like, did you make the right call? I think that's the question of the movie. Did we make the right call? Yes. Did it matter? That's that's what we're trying to answer here. So that's what I really like about his sort of journey is it mirrors hers in a very different opposite way yeah oh, that's that's well said yeah it, uh, it, it all just to piggyback on what jason was saying i feel like the entirety of both of their stories wanda's and dr strange's is all about one one of my favorite like sports analysts always talks about like when you're driving a car and you have your windshield right and how big the view is on your windshield right now, how small is your rear view mirror? It's only that big. And that's what the past is, is when you look at the past, the view of it has got to be that big, not this big. And I feel a lot of that is what Vision was telling Wanda at, you know, in the last episodes of WandaVision. 
And I think it was the same thing that reverberated in this. It's like, like the past is the past. Like love is love, but you know, like you got to keep going on. And I feel like in this film, that was a big, a big part of it. Wanda didn't end up with kid with her kids. He didn't end up with who he wanted. However, we have to move on. And I feel like Vision was Vision was saying that in other ways. And I feel mm-hmm. like this gave us a real visual, <laughs> visual, yeah. uh, you know, like meaning of what he was trying to say. Like love is love, but you know, you you, you got to move on. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Tim, anything on Doctor Strange? Uh, he's a dick. <laughs> I mean, but and I'm not saying that in a bad way either. But he really Agreed. is a dick. I mean, really break him down. And like that's why I thought it was interesting that in every universe he was the most dangerous person. As far as this Illuminati said, you're the most dangerous person that we have to deal with all the time. That's why we're you know rounding you up and <laughs> taking care of all of you. But uh, no, I mean, but no, it's in a good way. But yeah, he, I think he's well, he suffered. I think he suffered more than Wanda did. We'll get to Wanda in a second, but. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I dig him, but like I said, I think he, you know, I never thought I'd be liking a Doctor Strange character as much as I do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. he's a dick, he's, he's he's our dick, he's the MCU's dick, exactly. Oh, it's different when, when, when he's on your team, then it's different, yeah, it's different. Yeah. You can take, you can take that, like that dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we can call him a dick, but a decent yeah. man, they but if you right. call him a dick, right. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then we're fighting, then we're exactly. fighting. <laughs> Um, all right, and then let, let, I guess we, we move on to the co-star, right? Because we'll save the post-credit stuff for last. Um, Wanda Maximoff, like, yeah, like we've all mentioned, this movie serves as a continuation and sequel to WandaVision as well. I mean, I even liked what Danny Elfman doing his thing, bringing in the mixing in the WandaVision theme when she when she's yeah. even mentioned. I thought that was really cool and kind of like weaves it in and out. Her sons are back in this. Um, but yeah, Wanda's, I thought it was a really bold choice to make an Avenger a real villain this time. Not like Civil War where it's like, oh, you could pick Cap, you could pick Tony Stark. It depends on what you think. No. She's fucking slaughtering people left and right. She kills... Her body count is is like higher than Jason Voorhees and fucking Michael Myers combined. She is a demon in this Eldritch Horror movie. She is the Eldritch Horror. I mean, (laughs) it's... Like you're right. Like she, they go all in. I, again, I really respect that because I think I think the the worst any of us thought was, well, maybe she'll be tempted by the real villain to get her kids back. But it's like, nah, bitch, sit down. She is the real villain. <laughs> oh, it's funny because I we thought she was going to be tempted by Mephisto. Mephistopheles. Time to give up. Time to give that up. Let's all yeah. give that up. I, th- I think we're giving that up. We, Jay, we also watched a lot of Mephisto for two weeks, so we've had enough. Yeah, we we, enough. All right. Do we all know <laughs> that Mephisto doesn't exist just because of China? What? Oh. It's because I, China doesn't what? allow visualization of the devil. And well, Disney I mean, makes a lot of money in China. No, well, and I that's that literally the only reason Mephisto doesn't exist in the MCU. I'm not going to go that sense. far because they also had requested that the MCU re- remove a lot of shit from their movies. And, and they MCU did. No, and they have not. We've their been releases it. in China had those things removed. They didn't re- remove anything from this movie. China. 
<laughs> You've put it to rest, Mr. President. <laughs> um, but no, but but this, you know, Wanda Maximoff is she goes full villain in it. And at the end of it, I was actually Tim, I thought of you earlier when Angie was asking me, like, what do you think happened with Wanda at the end of this? And I'm oh, like, she, well, she, she ain't dead. And we yeah, we didn't see a box. Oh, it drifted off. Well, look, and even I if we did see a body, she's not Uncle Ben. <laughs> He's not one of Batman's parents. She's, she's not, not fully dead. That's it. I mean, even Wong, even Wong rolled off the hill. You think like, he ain't dead? That's <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Nobody um, dies. This the MCU. Killmonger's coming back. I so wish Black Panther he, two. Killmonger no, versus the Fantastic oh. Four. Actually, uh, I'm sorry, Rick, but but, but the actor has passed. The MCU has yet to to master death. Give it time. Uh, Disney will, but it hasn't yet. <laughs> uh, I guess Rick. when Star Wars figures it out, then the MCU will figure it out after. That's right. <laughs> Rick, what are your thoughts on uh, on Scarlet Witch in this movie? She finally, um, I feel like. Uh, you guys gotta understand. I have a very special relationship with the Scarlet Witch. And uh, I, I got to meet on the last film that I worked on. Uh, Boyd Holbrook was in it, and he was dating uh, Lizzie Olson, and she came to the set and hung out with us for a couple of days. So Are you I actually, me? not at serious? all. You serious? Yes, I did a I did a movie in West Virginia that Li Elizabeth Olsen came to hang out because Boyd Holbrook wow. was starring in the film. Is she cool and, in real life? Um, oh, amazing. Amazing. Of all the that movies I've so ever happy. worked on, he was by far the coolest person. And uh, Josh Brolin uh, paid for dinner one night. He saw he was leaving the restaurant that we were all sitting, like we just got seated in all the like, you know, the I, I do set design. So it's like all the lighting set design mm -hmm. people. And he was leaving the restaurant. And as he's leaving, he tells people they're like, their tab is on me. Wow. We had no idea until it was time to leave. And the, the people were like, oh, you guys are good. He picked it up earlier. Nice. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. No, these people are, they're, they're awesome people. So I, I have a lot of respect for her and a ton of love for her. Because at the time, she hadn't been in a bunch of stuff. Whereas now she's, you know, really like getting out there. Yeah. And for me... In this film and in the in the Wanda series, uh, she got to do everything that the Black Widow never got to do. Mm. Yep, we got I agree. to see the extent of her acting ability, the extent of her acrobatic ability, her range. She got to have a lot of fun with the character, be a good guy, be a bad guy, be everything, be mother, everything. And I feel like the Black Widow, sadly, sadly, because of whatever happened at Marvel, um, never truly got that opportunity. And I was glad to see Lizzie Olsen not only get the opportunity to shine, but like shine. Like I thought she was amazing in this role. And I feel like she carried at least a, like 60 minutes of this film on her back. Wow. In a two hour film. In a two-hour film, she carried 60 minutes on her back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we'd have a whole separate conversation regarding what Black Widow got to do or didn't do, whatever. But um, no, th those those are great points. Uh, Tim, what did you think of... Uh, okay, but Rick, what what, what, what of, you're being a little biased as far as Elizabeth Olsen, but what about the character of Wanda Maximoff, which is where I have my problem with? 
I don't like the character. I never did. So okay. for me, and, and I don't like Vision. I never did. So here I'm checking. You- I'm, I'm checking off people I don't like. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye. Talking, you don't like them in the comics in the MCU or both? I'm just MCU. curious. MCU. Okay. 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 I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of the overpowerful, super magical type. That's just me. I'm an idiot about it. I know it. No, um, no. I'm just curious. I was just curious if if it. But was you're a Superman guy. Thing or yeah. Oh, oh I, a okay. Superman guy. I mean, that's not magic. <laughs> that's just Superman. I was just saying. It's not magic. Overpowered. How is that different? Superhero. Well, he's not magic. I do want to point out what I said last week when I had said, like, you know, back when I was younger and I when I hated all magic in comic books, I like all of my my powers rooted in science, like, exactly. like <laughs> Magneto, who can magically move magnets. Those goddamn pin particles. To some people, that makes sense. To other people, it's like, dude. Doesn't make sense, and to well, other people, quiet. it's like, dude, you're all fucking crazy because none of that matters. None yeah. of it's real. So, so Sammy, you don't like, so you don't like Wanda Maximoff in this movie or in WandaVision in general. No, no, it's not that I don't like. I, yeah, you know what it is. My problem with her is, is it's all bullshit. She, 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 she was hooking up with a fucking android where she was oh. never having kids with this thing. No, you're not having kids with this thing. These kids are all imaginary, and she's tearing universes apart. For I have an imaginary space cowboy friend. It's it's not real. You're tearing apart the universes for imaginary characters. Things that are not real. Over you're jumping over a huge line that she said in the film. Oh, to her, they're real. No, no, no. no. When they said she made her kids with magic, and she said all children are made with magic. Fucking give me a break! Come on, man. Yeah, I, 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 I think I. That's when one guy sheds a tear and the other guy throws his popcorn. I think think I went like this. I was like, "Give me a break!" Yeah, I'm not a big fan of 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 her her of her reasoning behind all this shit because it's really illogical. Like they're like, "Dude, your how many people told her your kids don't exist?" So, well, they do in other universes. How do they exist in other universes then? Where's it, not, not for nothing? Where's the vision in the other universe that they didn't well, show? That was which I had a problem with. Gonna, that's the where's question I was going to bring up. And, and, where, and where's where, where vision? But I think something really important though that uh, that I I think we're glossing over with the character of Wanda is she's mentally ill at this point. Yeah, like yeah. like that's the thing. It's like this. She whether you say yes, you were you were fucking a machine or not like it was real to her vision was a real person to her and as she said she was forced to put a fucking bullet essentially through his head for but she didn't kill him because she Th- thanos brought him back no no he was alive he... no no she did not kill him but she did. Thanos but... did but here's the thing though she did kill him Man. it didn't stick and she says that like Dude, if you shoot, sure. like, if you are forced to shoot someone you love in the head, and then time is reversed and I shoot someone in the head, but you remember doing it, you still did it. No matter who 
who killed it. You have the memory of doing it. And but it, I did it for the right reason. I did but, it to save billions. But what the person, the person who reversed time and shot him in the face, did it for a completely different right, reason. But she didn't save the billion. She says it meant nothing. She That's killed point, him yeah. for nothing because Thanos was able to go bang. I take the stone. Fuck you all. Now I'm in charge anyway. And so also, thing, that was her thing. She's a mentally ill person in this movie. I'm sorry, Ed. No, 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 no Jason. I didn't mean to cut you off. But she also does throw that in Doctor Strange's face that you gave him the time stone to do all this shit. That is tied into her. She does have a beef with Doctor Strange in general because of that. It's like we did all this, and for what? Like it's almost yeah, but, like none of it mattered. But how how selfish is that? We yeah, did. We, we did. She, she she the only one who lost. No. Yeah, she but the she's one that made the major sacrifices. She's the only no. one that lost the way she did. No, Tony she's the only Stark's one who lost with special powers. No, she's right. the only Tony one who lost with magic. Up. That's the easy one to do. Um, and then Hawkeye was put in a situation where the person he loved gave themselves up, and he didn't get a chance to choose. Wanda had to end the person that she did, that she loved. Like her choice was just as hurtful and just as different as all three of those. Well, the, it, the uh, impact of what happened in yeah. Game and, and Infinity War is it, still being felt. Yeah. This movie has the repercussions of that. Oh, I know that. Uh, of what still happens there. Um, I just I think it's over. How do I put it? I don't I think I think she's just a little like no. I don't I don't I don't agree with her. I just don't. And I won't. No, but Jason's right, but I agree with Jason though. She is mentally ill. Yeah. yeah. I mean this is thing. what happened because she's of it. not I don't agree mind. with her either. I'm no. I'm not saying that like I think this is the appropriate response to what happened. I think she has gone off the deep end and is no longer like, and to be honest, this Wanda Maximoff was never the Scarlet Witch we had in the comic book. This Wanda Maximoff was literally born from trauma. We got to see it in her show. And then she was, she had nothing her entire life. And then she lost her husband, her, her brother, the only thing she had. And then she briefly had someone to love and she lost him. And then she created children and she lost them. I think this is an exploration of a very damaged woman who gets very powerful. Like, I don't, I think an argument can be made. She's never been a, a good guy, so to speak, as much as she was aligned with the Avengers until she kind of went off the deep end. And also, not to get lost in this either, though, she's also been corrupted by the Darkhold at this point and that's, for that's X amount true, of time. Yes. Yeah. So that's her logical reasoning. Her logical reasoning is long gone. They do mention that in this film a lot. That no, that'll accept. I'll accept the Darkhold, especially yeah. at the end of Vision with Ag Agatha knew she was coming. It's like yeah. you're the you're the Scarlet Witch now, bitch. You're gonna wreak some havoc on the world. That I get. Yeah, and she's I'm, I'm, around, I'm searching talking about, for multiverses and stuff. With, I'm with just talking Hulk. about the basic character. I am not a big, huge fan of. That's all okay. I'm saying. So I'm kind of glad that she's. I think we're done with her, and I'm kind of glad. Like I'm happy that she. We're kind of done with her and Vision. Vision. I never liked Vision either. I thought Vision well, we, was a stupid. I thought Vision. Was, I thought he was a stupid character to begin with. So I'm glad that they're both gone for well, now. We're gonna need to find out what happens. Not gone. Vision. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's right, dude. The West Coast Avengers next year. Yes. Well, Rick, we know that you've been pushing for that for oh, since bro. the beginning. Yeah, um, the West Coast Avengers number one, just sitting around waiting to become worth like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I, I think Wanda Maximoff's story arc in this film is extremely interesting, and I don't think it's the last we've seen of her. We will see her again. I don't really know how, but the belief is, and we talked about this on separate episodes of this show, is that we do think this is leading to a Secret Wars, you know, big. that's going to be the next big thing that happens, mm-hmm. a super big thing. And they also mention incursions a lot in this film, which is, and Reed Richards mentions it in this film, and Strange mentions it in this film, and that's a big part of Secret Wars is the incursions that happen, and at the end of the movie, there's a big mention of the an incursion that looks to be what Doctor Strange is going to have to deal with next. So that's maybe when we see, you know, Scar- the Scarlet Witch or Wanda Maximoff, whatever she'll be going by. At that point, I don't think she's dead because I'll go by what Tim's always said about if you don't see the body, then, you know, probably not dead. No, she ain't dead. I- I have a question for you guys that I want to just sort of throw out there quickly. How long in in the MCU do you think it has been since uh, the end of the Loki show in the be- in this movie? <clears throat> um, I don't even know that that show fucks with time so badly. Well, and, I don't know where it is. I'd say within and, a month or two. I'd say okay. I think they're fairly probably, close. I'd, so, I'd say we're current. Yeah. And here's my question then. Uh, so is this movie then a multiverse movie like the, the Spider-Man movie where that has nothing to do with it? Or is this movie an all-multiverse offshoot from the end of that? And what's the difference? And if there's a difference, why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what multiverse is a, what constitutes as an, a multiverse that off is an offshoot from the Loki show and that has previously existed outside of, like, uh, you know, the MCU. Do you guys see what I'm asking? Well, well I, I think I think I know what you're asking, but I do think that from what I and I've heard this briefly. Kevin Feige was talking about this in okay, interview. That so there's an answer. Good. No way home. And this film, the reason they're allowed to happen is because of Loki, because right. those branches are made, and that's why now the multiverse is spawned off, and all these things are happening. And Kang couldn't basically close up all these multiverses, so that's why these shows exist, and that's—I mean, these films exist, and that's but, why they're happening. But then it posits a question that these multiverse, like, so the theory of the multiverse, as posited in Loki, is that different choices we make branch off, right? So what if that all of that was being stopped up until a month ago? what choices were made a month ago to make the Illuminati a thing? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems that these multiverses are older than they should be based on the whole Loki thing. And I'm just, I'm just genuinely asking, like, I I don't know how it all reconciles. Well, the way that I've always understood it is that the multiverse and what Kang was trying to do with the TVA was stop multiverses from existing. Every time someone branched off, shut it down. Branch okay. off, shut it down. He wasn't didn't mean they didn't exist. He was trying to get around to shutting them all down, but they keep popping up left and right. I see. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? So think of it like a bunch of weeds and flowers that are going. He's trying or whack a mole. He's trying okay. to stop them all, but he, he couldn't stop all of them just yet. His okay. goal, his plan was to shut them all down. So we can just say that some of these timelines and some of these multiverses he didn't get to and close yet anyway. That makes sense. That's how I've at least that's been nope. my interpretation of it. That makes sense. Um, Rick, I'm sorry, you you, you, had, you were going to say something. 
No, I had about I had about the same. And uh, okay. my my reasoning on it was gonna be uh, I've I've as Ed sent me my comic book collection from New York, Florida, and he saw how random it is. And I've been reading a lot of it in the last two months. And in it, I run into so many funny things, like people that see an MCU film that never read a comic book would think that all the Easter eggs and stuff was something that was just developed, as opposed to reading a comic book for 1998 or 88 or 78 where they would have a little asterisk and tell you to go back and look at, you know, oh, spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> So it's like Marvel's been doing this its whole, you know, the whole time it's been around. This isn't a new thing with the Easter egg thing. And secondly, um, like, there's no rules when it comes to the multiverse, just like this film and just like my opinion on this film. And I feel like that was all the TVA stuff. Like, Kang can give us an explanation of what he's been doing. And we can be like, cool, that makes sense. And then they can introduce, like, Apocalypse. And he could be doing his whole own thing. And, like, that's cool, and that can happen, too. I don't feel like these guys can really impede on each other's, step on each other's toes. I feel like the universe is that wide open, which which makes things like dominating every multiverse impossible, in my opinion. But Kang is trying to. So, right. yeah. Ultron trying um, to. Yes. Oh, and, that's, and by the <laughs> way, Ultron, that's, Ultron that's came thing, close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th that's another thing, too, by the way. So it, with the Illuminati, just to jump back to that quickly, there's Ultron bots, and one of them, while Wanda is destroying them, starts mentioning about how, like, you need to stop and heed to Ultron. So are we led to believe that Ultron was possibly created in that multi in that universe successfully? Like, he yeah. was a shield around the Earth? Like That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right? I think, yeah. yep. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it was created by their Hank Pym or whatever. That's the only sad part is we don't know why the Ultra bots, Ultron bots were there. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to know what they were doing there. I agree, but I will say, in the sake of this film having so much to cover, that's a detail that you could throw in a deleted scene and whatever, or just mention in passing. Yeah, um, and for one of these movies, it's a short movie. It's two hours. Yeah, you're right. I thought this was going to be like a three-hour movie. Me too. Um, but I think it, it, it the pacing is really good for this film, I think. I don't think oh, it yeah. lies sure. at oh, the yeah. point and it gets the point across. Um, the other main character that we get in this movie is we get an introduction of America Chavez, whose ability is she can jump the multiverse. And that's why Wanda wants her powers. <clears throat> Jason, take over for a second. Yeah, and Wanda's <laughs> kind of a jerk about it because they make it clear, like, oh, well, you know, you could just ask her to, because Wanda's whole thing is, oh, yeah, I want to take her power so I can get to my kids. And Doctor Strange is like, you could just ask her to take you to your kids. And she's like, yeah, but I need her powers because what if one of them gets sick? Then I have to go to another multiverse. It's like, wow, <laughs> that's just evil. She literally could just give you a cab ride. You want a carjacker? That's horrible. It is. That's fair way to. That's fair way to say because that's exactly what she wanted. That's exactly what there, she wanted. There's no reason that she wouldn't have just given her what she wanted. No, especially if Wanda could have helped her find her mother's. Right. If Wanda was like, "I'll help you find your mom's. Help me find my kids." Done. End of movie. That's it. Yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> but this is the corruption of the dark hole, though. Yes, I think also. 
a hundred percent. Yeah, and then you're right. It's the dark hole that's taken over. Like <laughs> the villain of this movie is not actually Wanda Maximoff. It's the dark hole. Yeah, well, they have to destroy in every universe. Yeah, ultimately. <laughs> and and not to be confused with Ashanti. <laughs> oh yes, the book of Ashanti. I just keep seeing the memes. Uh, you guys see the memes? It's such a good yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, uh, but no, America Chavez though is another Young Avengers character that we get introduced here. So they're really going in with this thing. Like it can't be a coincidence that we're getting so many members of the Young Avengers team introduced, little by little. They have yeah. to be going for this at at, at some point. Hundred uh, percent. But I liked her. I thought she was pretty cool. She was a pretty cool character. Um, she has that interaction in that one universe doing with the pizza balls, where apparently she has to eat and everything and all this other stuff. And that's where. Got yeah, <laughs> but no, but I, I I agree that America Chavez is a great character, uh, and and the fact that you get to see her jump throughout all of these universes, and the fact that they keep the star, like you get to see yeah. the star. The star was yeah. At first, I was like, oh, that's kind of cheesy, and then the second time, I was like, no, that's her thing. Like, why yeah, does her thing. thing just look like what it looks like? Because if they didn't have the star, you know, people would have went fucking nuts. They would have been crazy about it. Yeah. Where's the star? Why do they do the star? You know, right? And she develops her powers as the movie goes on, like her strength, her Ooh. speed, everything yep. like that, which I thought was kind of cool. We get to see her pretty early on in this, but I liked her chemistry with Benedict Cumberbatch and everything. And I don't know, I thought she was really, I thought she was excellent in this. And she wasn't overly whiny, which a lot of kids Not could be, all. considering mm -hmm. what the hell she. I mean, she literally has a a scary witch. Chasing her through multiverse with monsters yes. and all the kind, of, and she wasn't overly whiny, which I really liked. So yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought the actress was really, really good who played her, and I thought the character was cool. Another missed opportunity with her, in my opinion, is that she could have dropped the hint at Miles Morales when she was like talking about the places that she's been. Yeah, I just feel like they could have dropped something else in there. Well, that whole well, let's just since we're talking about America Chavez, and you mentioned a Spider Man. That whole thing that the conversation she has with Wong and with Doctor Strange about Spider-Man because they're like, yeah, we had this. She's like, hey, what is what experience do you guys have with the multiverse? And they're like, yeah, you know, we helped a guy in Spider-Man. It's like, who the hell's Spider-Man? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Guy who swings around, bug-like powers and stuff like that, shoots webs, swings. Like, wait, he shoots butt? webs out of his butt? <laughs> yeah, that's he, right. And, Doctor Strange's reaction is great because he's like, well, wait, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. not. <laughs> it just made me think back to his relationship with Peter and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's they formed a pretty cool bond that's there. Yeah. It was, it, it, it was a funny scene, but I feel like they could have made it a cool scene. I don't know. I just don't think they're ready for Miles Morales. And I think they kind of want to keep the focus on Peter Parker for now. And when Miles is they're ready for Miles. Also, bring him we don't know because uh, Sony still owns a lot of this stuff. So Sony might not yeah. be ready to give up Miles Morales because I think Miles Morales is like the only good thing they're able to do with their product, right? With, with, with the Spider-Man word. So they're, 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 they've given up Peter Parker. They're, they're giving uh, a lot of the villains. I don't think they're giving Miles Morales up. Trying to hold on dearly they, to whatever. They've they mentioned have. him twice. They've mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, they've alluded to him. It's yeah. one thing to mention. It's another thing to sign papers to oh, allow no. them to put him in a movie. Sony's stupid. 
Sony and Universal are both stupid. Sony <laughs> needs to go, guys, we're going to give this back to you, and we just get like 50% of the profits. Because, you know what, That's th- that means we all make, uh, you know, infinity billion dollars a year, we, right? We've been, <laughs> we've, been saying, we've been saying that for years. Sony, I, I mean, if I'm Sony, I'm like, dude, yeah, here's your products back. Give me 50. Give me 10%. Oh, I mean, seriously, and, and that's still that's still billions of dollars over the years for whatever yeah, they make. I was, <laughs> I was guys, just trying to. Though, they get to keep one hundred percent right now, right? They get one hundred percent. They're not losing anything. No, but but like what? What for? For the, for, the Sony for Spider-Man movies, Sony gets the money. Marvel does not. Oh, they don't get any money for these. No, they don't. Oh, no, they wow. no. character, and that's about it. The solo movies, you mean? The solo movies, Spider-Man: Homecoming, No Way yeah, Home. Right. Those are Sony okay. gets to keep the money for that. But there's got to be at least one person at Sony going, okay, yeah, we make all this money with Spider-Man, but every movie we make fucking blows. Right. But financially, like, they don't because the Venom movies. Morbius made, made a bunch of money. <laughs> Morbius right, guys, made money. Can we stop seeing these? This is what I've been saying for years. Can we stop seeing these Sony movies so Sony can actually strike a decent deal with the MCU to get these characters home? <laughs> Like, uh, I see, I see pictures that's... of people posting Craven pictures. Oh, Craven! Look, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking see this movie. I'm not going. I'm done. No, I I'm have. Done. To I'm done. Some that's stupid. I will see, see it, but I have to. Yeah. I'm done with that. I'm done with Sony trying to fool me. Um, but yeah. So regarding this film, though, um, I guess we can jump into the po- the mid credit scene first. The post credit scene, whatever we can talk about briefly. Pretty much, Doctor Strange. Puts this spell on Bruce Campbell's character. He's punching himself in the <laughs> face, and then it comes back at the end of the movie. It stops, and he goes to the screen and he says, "It's over." I thought it was hilarious, and it was a callback to like Spider-Man: Homecoming, where it's just kind of like, "Yeah, they're telling you the movie's over." Yeah. Can, can I can I pose a hot take here? Stanley is dead, and it's sad, and we don't get any more Stanley cameos. Oh boy! Can we make fucking Bruce Lee the Stanley cameo? Bruce Campbell. Oh, I'm sorry, Bruce Campbell. I'm sorry. It would I be even better. I, I if put them Bruce together. Bruce Lee, that would can be... we make Bruce Campbell the Stan Lee cameos? Because my God, I loved seeing. It was like because I love the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Seeing his cameo, I was so happy. Like, can we just put him in every one of these movies? You like him more than do a backflip guy? Yes. Yeah, like yeah. Bruce Campbell. Guy. Bruce Campbell, I like better than do a backflip guy. Bruce Campbell's legendary. He is, I say, he is, I say, Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell or Deadpool. Bruce Campbell or Deadpool. Deadpool. I, I'm so sad. Deadpool wasn't in this movie. Well, I mean, but Deadpool is. Deadpool's I don't think a, there's any place. Couldn't sneak him in somewhere. I don't when the Illuminati or meeting happened, sitting in the background or walking by. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't think that would have worked for me at all. Yeah, I didn't expect to see Deadpool in this movie. No. To be honest. Nah, I think plus Deadpool's first MCU appearance should be in his own film, and yeah. let let him do his own thing. It better be Roger. Nobody's first MCU film uh, appearance is in their own films. Everybody always shows up in other people's stuff. Not necessarily for the most part. And most of the characters it's kind of start their own film. Iron Man, Captain America, and uh, Thor, Thor, and, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, um, and then there was. Um, that's the main four. <laughs> outside, of the, outside of those four, everyone else has appeared to everything else. Uh, and, Even and Spider-Man. Spider-Man did not entire... make his first... Did Spider-Man make his first appearance in the... No, no, that's the, that's the one that you get. But then yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy... 
Hawkeye did not Batman. make his first appearance in the Hawkeye show. <coughs> Hawkeye never got a Hawkeye movie. That's why. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, uh, Black Widow. I like. I, I uh, can name way more people that didn't make an appearance in their first one, but I, I, I don't know. These the guys get, they get their hat tipped at them and then they show up. Shang Chi, the Eternals, <laughs> yeah, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel, yeah, we can keep going. It's Whatever, it really doesn't matter. Part of the MCU. Oh, very it's much. A, very something much that's so. going on right now. Uh, kind of very much a part of the MCU. Um, all right, so let's talk about the mid-credit scene before we wrap this thing up. Um, yeah, so Doctor Strange at the end of the film, pretty much kind of like gets the eyeball thing in his head, which seems to be a repercussion of him fucking with the Darkhold towards the end of the film. But then we get the mid credit scene where Charlie Theron goes ahead and rips through fucking reality and right. is from the you can tell she's coming from the dark dimension because as we saw in the first art, we know what the dark dimension looks like in the first mm -hmm. Doctor Strange film. And she is clear. She is Doctor Strange is pretty much like she was also the I believe pretty sure currently she is the Sorcerer Supreme and going by Doctor Strange at the moment, oh. currently in the comics. Oh, right. Um I think you're right. At one point, is married to him, uh, and is also Dormammu's niece. <clears throat> That's yeah, gonna get retconned. Yeah, I will, I'm not, <laughs> no, what I'm talking about is in the comics. I'm not talking yeah. about what's going on in MCU. Because they, they are, you said they're coming from Dormammu's realm, right? Like that. When you rewatch it, you'll see when she comes. Yeah. She's clearly mm -hmm. coming from the dark dimension, and says there's an incursion that you caused. We need to come fix this shit now. The, by the way, this is this is the end of Back to the Future. Yes. Marty! <laughs> there, we've got to go fix an incursion in the dark dimension. It's something about your kids, Marty. Uh, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, Charlie Theron's in the fucking MCU now. That's yeah, cool. That is cool. <clears throat> but, but also, guys, Doctor Strange has three eyes now? Question mark? Like so, apparently, because, the, go ahead. I'm sorry, good. In the comics, at one point, apparently, the eye of Ar uh, Argamato is the eye in his head. Oh, okay. Which I did learn by reading up on because I had some questions about that too. Ah, uh, but apparently, going, that's the thing. We're going deep comic in this this phase of the MCU, which I love. No, I'm, I'm in for it. I'm just it's I'm learning changing. new things. It's changing yeah. in so many ways that I thought that it would have fallen flat on its face by the time we got to this phase of the MCU. Uh -huh. I've told Eddie about this for like 10 years now, where I'm like, oh, when we get to the Micronauts and all this, you know, West Coast Avengers and all this stuff that I was telling Eddie that would never happen is now like coming to be. I never <laughs> thought any of this was going to interest people and people are all about it. And I Eating think the, the biggest part about it to me is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. It's the group that you never fucking heard of in your entire life, regardless of how many comic books you own, you might own 20 Guardians of the, Garlic, uh, the Galaxy comic books and have never read them. For me, that was the ultimate like buy-in for Marvel fans and it paid off so well and Ant-Man followed up <laughs> you know, in the same boots of lesser character with a huge payoff. And I think that's the deal with all this magic and space stuff right now. It's like people like me, like I'm in, like, yeah. what do you want to do? You want to go into the water? You want to go to space or <laughs> another universe? Like yeah. I'm in. Well, we say it hashtag and Marvel we trust, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they've earned it at this point. So now you'll get us to do that. Or ultimately what Marvel wants is they want 
to deal with I have with Guardians of the Galaxy. When they announced the movie, I'm like, who the fuck is the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, and I went yeah. to the comic store and I bought the comics. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start reading the Guardians of the Galaxy because I see they're restarting with number one. And then two years later, I'm still reading the Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie came out. I'm like, oh shit, I love this. People are going to love this movie. As much as they see a fucking talking raccoon and a tree, they're going to dig it. And everyone did. But you're right. That's ultimately what they want to happen. And now it's all paying off. They can do whatever the hell they want. Squirrel Girl, whoever the fuck. And everyone's going to buy it. And guess what? It's going to be, at the worst case scenario, it's going to be like, yeah, I still liked it. Yeah, Yeah. right. Anna Kendrick for Squirrel Girl. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was people pushing that. And and they had a show. They had a show ready to go. And it got shut down. It was supposed to be Hulu. And the, the girl from the AT&T commercials was, was Squirrel Girl. Yeah. And that got shut down. So. It would have been nice yeah. to see her in a superhero outfit. Man, I, wish <laughs> gonna, I wish I knew we were talking Squirrel Girl. I have an action figure. <laughs> of course so, you do. So wait, Doctor Strange <laughs> marries, marries Clea at one point. Yes. She is the niece of Dormammu. Yes. Ooh. Am I the only one picturing Dormammu in a tuxedo at this wedding? Because <laughs> that's the sure. only thing. That's the, that's the only thing running through my mind for the last five minutes is. I'm Dormammu. sure. I just got the, up, like the first time. Giant-sized Doctor Strange, 1995, probably has that fucking panel that you're looking for. Oh, for sure. I'll well, see we can find out about that. I said you were here to die. Five years later, he's marrying my niece, and I'm the best man. Mazel tov, they're married. Yes, Dormammu is Jewish. <laughs> I remember when he came to bargain. Yes. That's then- right. <laughs> even, even better, the drunken speech. This motherfucker put me in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bitch. This motherfucker. All, right, all right, all right, Uncle. Relax. I remember this motherfucker. come to bargain. You know what I came for, Strange? The free booze. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, Dude, I want that. I want that so badly right now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up to see if there's anything about this Clea Doctor Strange wedding, and I'm gonna have to post it on our Facebook page. Um, pretty sure Peter Parker and Mary Jane were there. Oh, of yeah, course sure they were. Yeah. And you know who else was there? Mephisto. <laughs> so, there's Parker. no way Mephisto or Lady Death was missing that wedding. Mojo was watching it on TV like it was the royal wedding. Wonder Man was there, and then he died after. <laughs> he died um, during. During the wedding. They yeah, have to the sacrifice thing. Wonder Man for the wedding to be official. It was worth um, it. But yeah, I guess some of the questions about the film, though, are, yeah, what the hell happened to fucking Vision? Like, he's never in any of these layers of the multiverse at all, which I thought was a little strange. No part of yeah. Well, well I, I see I didn't because she's not looking for him. And, yeah. and well, why not though? Well, here's the thing though, like who said that those are her kids in the multiverse with, with vision? As as Tim said, vision's a machine. Like unless Tony Stark and the, the Infinity Stones were going really overtime to like you know, make him a human male. Like, I don't know how we would have kids. Like, she created them. One could make the 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 argument that she created them 
from the fabric of the multiverse that these were always her kids, but they're not always her kids with vision. She can't have kids with vision. We don't know who the father is. So I think that's why vision was absent because he's not the father. You are not not the father. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We had MJ joining, jumping in here. Yo, what's up? What is up? Thanks for checking us out tonight. Is it Mary Jane? Could be. That's That's awesome if it is. Multiverse. Multiverse. I think you guys Uh, are being too literal on this vision not making any kids thing. Well, he can't have kids. Is it humanoid? She she created. Yeah. He was made in a lab. One one can only (laughs) make children with one. No, no, (laughs) most of us were not made in labs. I'm not letting you get away with that. That's A. B. My microwave could be sentient. It doesn't mean it has <laughs> sperm or, or or like eggs to make children. You guys don't know about magic babies. All right, listen. Whenever we had the damn, <laughs> we had the damn school stuff in his head. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down in the book of quotes. You guys don't know about magic babies. <laughs> and on that note. Um, no, when he when he had the when he had the Infinity Stone in his head, he could have literally. I mean, he made a cape come out of nowhere. He made who the hell knows? He could have been like, listen, reproductive organs, bang. I don't know who the fuck. Knows? No, 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 right. But but like, but but the thing is, my point is, he could have, and that would have made sense in six one six. Yeah, things just do not play out as we know in the rest of the multiverse. So, but she still has these kids. I'm just saying that maybe six one six is the multiverse. Wanda is not supposed to have kids. The only reason she did is because her grief made her so powerful that she made the walls of the multiverse bleed. Right. Uh, But the thing is like the, I'm thinking the reason we don't see vision is because the implication is he's not in her life in these other, these other like sort of multiverses. And I think that that may, may or may not be important in the future. No, no, it's, it wasn't a make or break thing for me. I was just kind of curious to know. Like, I, I thought we would have seen something of him, or you know, White Vision could have showed up and said, you know, oh, I request elaboration again or something like that. I mean, <laughs> no, I just want to know what they're going to do with him because he's apparently out there somewhere. Yeah, he, he's a, he's about there somewhere. So I'm just curious to know. He's cutting when, if not album. now, when are they going to use him again? He's cutting a new metal album. <laughs> right, 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 we find out. Like, white vision. You know, white vision. Not the cut that album. You you know that that's something Taika Waititi would do in fucking like Thor: Love and Thunder, where we would find out some crazy shit. Yes, yes. Vision's been recording a metal album the whole time. The He's whole like, time. yeah, you don't know what you do with white vision. Don't worry about. It. I'll take it. Come on, I, yeah. I, I got this. I got it. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Dave, Kevin. I got your back. <clears throat> All right. Uh, anything else on the film before we wrap it up? Um, Mysterio was right. Really? Oh. About everything. Wow. Still right. You're still holding out for Mysterio. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. He, he was right. <laughs> All right. That's my final comment. Okay. <laughs> Tim. Uh, you know, the one thing that's interesting we didn't talk about, too, was I, I was not surprised, but the other Wanda that she took over had powers. No. See, I was thinking too that was one of the most powerful. Again, I know I gave shit to her because I don't like her character, but another powerful thing was when they said, What are you going to do with the other mother? What are you going to do with these kids' mothers? And some of the mothers probably didn't have powers. They might have just been a straight up wandered with kids. Yeah. And you're going to murder this poor woman 
who knows nothing about what's going on. But the one that she took over didn't have powers because she almost fought back there that last second. <clears throat> so I thought yeah. that was interesting how they didn't really get into well, they can't get into it. It's only a two hour movie, but you know, the fact that she did have powers in other universes I thought was interesting. <clears throat> But she was happy. I'm gonna write it off, and she was happy in the other one. So there's oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go nuts and do. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I thought it was interesting that some of them probably had powers, some of them probably didn't. Yeah. So I thought That's that was that. cool. <clears throat> Jason. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't think I missed anything that we we got to. Uh, you know, my 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 big question is going forward: Are we gonna see because Doctor Strange is such a fixture in the MCU as a sort of side character right like yeah. like he's a character who helps other characters uh so i wonder if the next time we see him because we know it's going to be before dr strange 3 marrying dormammu's uh niece uh if he's going to have the third eye I'm, I'm curious how long that's going to be around and and what ramifications if any of the dark hole like i'm curious because I had gone into this movie thinking and saying this is going to be an mcu game changer things are not going to be the same and i was wrong and that's fine. That was that was my expectations, but my curiosity is is what is going to change as uh, because of this movie? Because there are always changes because of certain movies. So I guess that's that's kind of what I'm excited to see going forward. I'm gonna say that this movie is an MCU game changer, and I think you were right though because it's like well because okay. number one is the incursion thing that I mentioned earlier. If the incursion thing, if they're going for secret wars, then that's what's that's leading true. up to that. And that could Good be point. massive. You know what I mean? Like, that could be almost like Thanos popping up at the end of the Avengers, where he threw that up. And once once we saw that, we all knew where everything was going. So if incursions are the next big threat, then secret wars is where we're heading. And but that's where I the guess, game changer could be. I guess my point is, though... This has given us a potential game changer, but it hasn't changed the game yet. No, it could have set it up. Now we yeah. could ten movies from now look back and be like, "Oh shit, Multiversal Madness got right. everything going." Um, and, all, and and all I'm saying is, I thought it was going to be the thing that jump started it, and right. it may be the thing that started the thing that jump starts it. And and so my only thing is like, I'm just as you said, and and it probably will play into it as as you said, but I'm just curious, like where it's going to fit into the lore and the mythology now. And also, this could be like, when we, if, if John Krasinski ends up being Mr. Fantastic, that's big. That's huge. This is the first yeah. time we saw him then. Granted, it was a different version, still him. Very true. <laughs> Very true. So, so, Can we all agree that it seems that Doctor Strange is the boss man of the MCU at this point? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's the glue. He's the glue, He's that the glue that's together. keeping the MCU together. <laughs> That's yep. why he shows up in everyone else's movies. He's like he's the new Tony Stark. Wow. Still a dick. Tony Stark. So was Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony was a dick. You got to be a dick to be in charge of the MCU. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So that pretty much wraps us up for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us, as always. Um, yeah, if you join us on Facebook, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm actually doing this like cold. <clears throat> Join us on Facebook. Go ahead and join, like our uh, Facebook group, Brandon's PhD. A lot of stuff on there that doesn't make the show. Go ahead and like Pop Culture Pros. Go on YouTube, subscribe to Pop Culture Pros. Twitter, follow Pop Culture Pros. Instagram, do your Instagram thing for Pop Culture Pros. 
every week I keep saying this. Don't still don't know what the hell it is, but do that. Like it, follow it, <laughs> subscribe wherever you got your podcast. Check out all the cool stuff. Check us out next week when my friend is PC. We'll be talking about the latest in the CW verse. We won't have a streaming show, and we're gonna mention what movie we're going to. We'll go ahead and talk about next week because it's currently undecided for the first yes. time Ooh. ever. So we will see. We don't know. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm gonna throw out a suggestion real quick. We have one on the table, but go. The Hulk TV movies. Oh my god. The one with Daredevil? Yes. The anniversary. All of them. Yep. See, here's the thing. I don't if we do the Hulk TV movies, then we have to be going into all like we're going into a deep dive of the Hulk. And it has we have to have time for that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing it out. Fair enough. Because no, no. It's on the docket when we have the time mm-hmm. to do the whole Hulk verse. That's yeah, all we got to do the whole. We'd like to do yeah. well, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll announce it next week. <clears throat> you like Tim? Hulk is so good. It is. You like to hear what Tim had to say tonight? You like Rosalyn? <clears throat> Go ahead and check out Tim and Eric on Tuesday nights on uh, the Just Do Sweet Show. You want to get more Tim and Eric Friday nights on A to Z. And Jason, they co- I hear they cover everything from uh, airplane. And by the way, look at my shirt. Yes, nice. To Zeppelin. Oh wow! wow. Double Tim, Tim, is that true? I like that uh-huh. play on words, Jason. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it's the fiftieth episode. This week is the fiftieth episode, and I'm going to be honest with you: I have no fucking idea what this guy has planned. Uh, so yeah, just be there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so if you're into baseball, you can check out the Empire 161 show. If you're a Yankees fan, we'll be back next week. Schedules do not allow us to do one this week, but Lisa and I will be back next week covering the New York Yankees. If you like the New York Mets, a there your jam. Check out the Put It in a Book show with Farachi and Rodriguez and Keith. They do a great job covering the Mets. Uh, if Disney World's your thing, check out Skyline Reviews with Ashley and Destro. <laughs> and his mask comes off. He's a badass. Nice. Oh my god. G.I. <laughs> Joe toys are coming out at the end of the show. Why <laughs> Get that gun down, <laughs> Destro. I'm mad that I don't have any. Face. I have it's no toys. Face. I have no I have no toys to reach for. I'm upset. <laughs> I have no toys. What's going on right now? Um yeah, so go ahead and check that out. Um, and we will see you next week. All right. Peace. Later. The